Welcome back everyone to another episode of Psycho Cinematic. Today we are covering Nighthouse. And now owning up to the title of this video, I am going to start with the meaning of the ending first in case that's the only thing that you were interested in. When this movie ended, I was left puzzled for a moment. It felt like I was putting together a puzzle and only had a certain amount of time. And then when it ended, I was like, well, I'm not done, I'm not done. As soon as the credits started rolling, I heard the person behind me in the theater, they're like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> I could tell a lot of people in the movies didn't get it. And I sat and pondered it and I was taking notes and I came to this conclusion. And I think this is brilliant. All right, so the main character, Beth, she talks about earlier in the movie that she basically cheated death from rolling off of the side of a cliff or a mountain or something. And she was supposed to die in that car accident. Like her heart stopped and she was doom and gloom about it, basically saying that she saw nothing when she was dead, like no light at the end of the tunnel, no heaven, hell, just nothing. And her husband, Owen, who in the movie, it's centered around him committing suicide. Her husband didn't really believe her and was very adamant that there is something after death. And they reveal in this movie that the suicide note that he left for her said something along the lines of, you're right, there is nothing, you're safe now, nothing is coming for you. And this is dope. I think this nothing starts as a word, but then means something else and is a name for death or a demon. So hear me out. Beth starts maybe dreaming of this other house with a reverse floor plan. And then later when she's awake, she's finding these plans, blueprints for this home. And there's a note jotted down there. And this note said, trick it don't listen to it. So that leads me to believe that he's being possessed by this nothing. And now why would he be being possessed by this nothing? Well, Beth cheated death. So now death or nothing wants her dead. So he creates this house with a reverse floor plan. Maybe I, I still can't even tell if that house is real or not because she finds this construction of a house there with bodies under the floorboards that he may or may not have killed. But she's seeing all these photos of these women who look like her and she even confronts one of them at a bookstore and it sounds like there was a little bit of an affair going on but it didn't go to sex or anything like that and then it comes to the point where he starts choking her but then stops and i believe it was shortly after that that he then kills himself and i think he kills himself because he realizes he can't actually trick death and death is going to force him to kill his wife, Beth. There's also a point in the movie where Beth confronts her neighbor saying that you were trying to keep me away from this house, like tell me everything you know. And he says how he caught Owen with one of these other women and Owen was saying that he has these quote unquote urges. And so I think those urges are to kill because he's being possessed. And so again, in his suicide note, he says, you're right, there is nothing. You're safe now, nothing is after you. And I think that he believes that because he's dead, she's now going to be safe because there's not gonna be a possession of him with the intention of killing her. But this nothing does in fact come for her and tries to get her to kill herself. Now, my initial question was, why didn't this death, this nothing just possess her from the get-go? And here's what I believe. My thought is that because when she was going to die and she saw a literal nothing, like she didn't see anything, I would imagine it's just darkness. That would mean that she doesn't believe in any of this. 
but Owen does, opening himself up to this possession from this death or this demon. And it isn't until he is dead that she starts to entertain the thought that maybe there is actually something after death, thus opening herself up to this death or spirit, whatever it is coming after. It is so crazy, the multiple meanings of nothing and this death, and it's trippy. I, I give this movie props. You know, if you couldn't put those pieces together at the end, I would imagine that it was lackluster for you because up until the ending, it's really good. But if you can't make the final connections, you would be frustrated. All right, and that is my theory of the ending. I haven't watched any other YouTube videos out there about that because uh, I just wanted to have my own interpretation of it. I could be off, I could be spot on, I'm not sure. You can let me know in the comments what you think. Now, I quickly want to talk about the VFX in this film because after all, this is a VFX channel predominantly. When I saw the preview for this movie, I was like, it looks like Invisible Man, but different. And I thought this movie was way better than Invisible Man. They have some cool effects in here. They often are doing the shadow or silhouette type effects of a, a man's head and it rotating with the banister, which I'm thinking of making a tutorial about. But then also uh, when she is experiencing the presence of what she thinks at the time is Owen, and it turns out it's not, it's this nothing or death that's coming after her. She pushes up against an invisible object and you can see her her fingers actually press up against something and i believe that the way they're doing that is you know using a piece of glass like plexiglass something like that something clear but there are parts that i don't really know how you do it unless they're just doing it you know cgi but basically when you can see someone grabbing her arm you see the indents of fingers i'm guessing it's probably cgi because i don't really know how you would achieve that but if it is, it looked really great. I, I didn't think the arm looked fake or anything like that. Um, I would be really interested to see how they did that. And hopefully I'll find out soon. And then also with the red moon, I thought that was super cool and will make for an easy tutorial. So if you're following this channel based on tutorials, hopefully I'll have that one out soon. Now, something I really don't get about this film was the dreaming and the different realities. When she's looking in the mirror and sees her husband killing a different girl, I don't know if she's seeing into the past, if she's seeing just images, they're just dreams. I don't really know what all that was about. I definitely thought there was going to be more incorporation of this reverse house. I thought there was going to be like doubles of them, some crazy multiverse type thing, but it wasn't that. And so that is the only part of this movie I feel like I'm still confused on. Um, but what's really cool is the ending of this movie. So she's sitting on the boat with death or this nothing and he's trying to convince her to shoot herself basically and she's about to kill herself, but her friend then rescues her, you know, pulls her off the boat and then they get her up onto the dock and she's like, oh, don't worry, nothing's after you. And she just looks back at the boat and you can see a silhouette of a man. It's like a, a darker shadow as it's bobbing on the water. And I believe she said something like, I know. And that leads me to believe that it's not over. She's going to continue being haunted by this thing indefinitely until she dies basically, which is very grim, but uh, man, their use of that word nothing is just 
top notch. I love it. I freaking live for these movies. They are so fun to watch. And that's the thing. It, this movie kept me guessing the entire time. And in my notes, I was making accurate predictions. I was writing down like, are these women sacrifices? Is he being possessed to kill her? Is he trying to protect her? And all those things I believe turned out to be true. But that's the cool thing about these movies when they don't explicitly lay it all out for you is that you get to make your own assumptions or guesses, theories. And I love that. There's a fine line between like allowing for your interpretation or just leaving way too much vague and you just want answers. But I felt like this one was that perfect sweet spot. Now, Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave it 85% and the audience gave it 68%, probably because more people in the audience didn't understand the ending, I'm guessing. But if I was to rate this movie from one to 10, I would probably give it an eight. It was pretty good. I enjoyed it. It's funny though, because I didn't jump once in the movie. I don't know if it's just because I'm taking notes and I'm so engaged and trying to catch everything that's happening or what, but I didn't jump at all. And I wasn't too nervous about it either, which is unusual because normally I feel like I get pretty stressed in these movies and I do enjoy the jump. I don't feel less than when I jump. So it's not like I'm like, trying to get myself not to. I think that's part of the experience. And I was explaining this to my wife the other day. I was like, I love horror movies so much because I feel like that is the most visceral reaction that can be taken from the audience. I'd say crying is like right here in a movie and then comedy would be like right here. So if you're uncontrollably laughing, like that's, that's crazy that a movie could evoke that emotion from you. And then right here would be horror because you've just got this primal need to survive and you're jumping, you're reacting. You're not even part of it. You're watching a screen. It's so crazy. I, I love that movies can do that. But anyways, that is all I got for you guys on Night House. I hope you enjoyed my explanation of the ending and my discussion on the video. Uh, let me know down in the comments what you thought about my review of 8 out of 10 and what you would give it or what you thought about the ending. And don't forget to like and subscribe and I'll see you in the next one.